how much we're able to receive, that's a currency, right? That's a currency. What you're able to receive from someone else, even as small as a compliment, is an energetic exchange and a currency of receiving from the universe. So if you can receive a compliment, then you can receive a, a random check that comes in the mail, right? And you can yes. just be like, okay, thank you. Or do you say, oh my God, why do I have this money? Like, I'm not supposed to have this money. Like, where did this come from? No, don't question. It just showed up at your door. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Empower with M. I am your host, Emily Jane Saroff, but you can call me M. I hope you're ready to expand your mindset, raise your vibrations, break through limiting beliefs, and to seriously start owning your power. But before we dive into today's episode, if you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on any of my episodes. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I sure am ready. So let's get empowered. As you all know, spiritual entrepreneurship, well, it's the path that I choose to travel on in my business journey. And it's also the path that I'm supporting other entrepreneurs stepping into also. So if you're ready to go big as a spiritual entrepreneur, then I am inviting you to join me in my Aligned Coaching Academy. You see, the Academy is a spiritual and soulful launch pad that helps you get clear about your vision, create a roadmap for your career, and lay a strong foundation for massive abundance in business. Instead of trying to make things happen in your business, what I'll teach you in the Academy is how to take spiritually aligned action so that you'll experience an inner transformation and gain confidence along with practical business building tools. See, your efforts will pay off big time. You'll earn the kind of money that provides the freedom you crave and you'll make an impact doing what you love. So if you are ready to take this next step in your journey as an entrepreneur, then head to the link in the episode description and fill out the work with me form to apply for the Aligned Coaches Academy now. Welcome back to another episode of the Empower With M podcast, guys. This episode has been a long time coming. You know when you meet an internet friend and then you try to organize to actually meet over Zoom and then it ends up taking like five or six months to happen? That That's this situation right now. So today's guest is such a beautiful soul and she actually started out in the healing field of being a registered nurse in the newborn ICU unit. Now, throughout her involvement of her life, her healing gifts continue to grow. She's found her practice now rooted as Filipina Babayana inspired energy practitioner. Now, I could have butchered that. We will see soon if I pronounce that correctly. And also a Syrian starseed who specializes in the art of sound healing using crystal sound bowls, a shamanic drum light language, and koshi chimes. Wow, I really am butchering all these words today. But she also integrates the art of frequency and resonance with human experience to open up the human journey to self-healing and self-mastery. She's also a spiritual life coach and founder of Yes Girl Thrive, as well as the podcast host of Yes Girl Live. Now, I'm so excited to introduce to you guys today, Christina Garcia. Welcome. Hey girl. 
Oh my God, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much. <laughs> I am so excited to have you here. So obviously I went through and did the formal intro, but why don't you tell our listeners a little bit more about you? Yes, thank you so much. So um, you did butcher one word and it was just babaylan. Babaylan is a Filipino shaman and it's kind of an umbrella term for all the ways that Filipinos in our old and tribal days in our ancient days, we actually still have bylaws today, but it's where we umbrella the term of a healer. And there's a bunch of healers underneath that umbrella term. But I say bylaws inspired because um, I am full-blooded Filipina and I have been diving deep into my ancestry and uh, decolonization work. And so it's really come through and that's what's really guided me into the field of energy medicine, uh, so to speak. Obviously, since I started as a nurse 13 years ago, I've just continued to build upon that and it's become more strongly intuitive um, and it's it's been a very beautiful growth pro process and the deeper I get into it, the more my ancestry comes through and it's just, oh, it's so juicy. It's so juicy. <laughs> so that's a little bit about me uh, and, and what I'm doing now. And I did start in the coaching world as fitness and uh, health and wellness, but I just started to see like so many women were having like mental blocks into achieving body composition goals. And my heart has always been in a space of like empathy and just going deep. I'm a Scorpio, a Sag and a Cancer rising. So it's like, I'm always very deep and philosophical. And so it just, that part of the journey in a health and wellness journey is what gravitated me towards um, healing on a coaching standpoint. And then it's just continued to evolve since then. So yes, I'm sure we're going to get into it. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited to talk all things spirituality with you today, because I mean, I'm someone who is, you know, leaning more and more and more into spirituality as I am going through my own personal development journey. But I'm definitely nowhere near the depth of spiritual that you are yourself. So I'm so excited to learn more about it from you and see, you know, what new avenues of spirituality I can start stepping into myself. But why don't you kick it off then by just giving us a little bit of insights into what spirituality is in case someone's hasn't quite clicked for them yet. You know, when we hear different definitions and different terms, but sometimes it takes that one person to word it in a specific way for it to really land for someone. Yeah. So spirituality is so individualized. You know, I think in colonization, we've kind of come to terms that spirituality needs to be tied to a religion. And when it comes to religion, I've kind of stepped out and I've done, I've gone through all of it. Okay. I've been a devout Catholic to a devout Christian, which all in the same, we're all here to build in a belief system um, that is greater than ourselves. And so when it comes to spirituality, I don't really know that there's a true definition for it besides it's like what you believe in and what speaks to your soul and what you put your faith in is your spirituality. And there's so many different modalities and different tools that play into that, that it, I would, I could never look at someone and be like, my spirituality is better than yours, which is a big reason why I stepped out of religion to begin with. Uh, but I, I definitely think it's so subjective and there's no right or wrong. And that's the whole point is to really connect with yourself and the higher power, whether that's referred to as God, the universe, your highest self, like whatever that looks like. 
Mm, I absolutely love that. I love how you simply put it in the way of uh, spirituality is a belief system that's greater than yourself. And it's up to you what you decide that belief system is. And I completely hear you on the whole, my spirituality is better than your spirituality situation, which I think is uh, the negative side of religion that does sort of cause that misconception for people as to what spirituality really is. But with social media, with Instagram, with TikTok, obviously spirituality is coming a bit of a trend. So can you shed some insights into what's real and what's not real within this space? Because I feel like, you know, we see something on TikTok and we duplicate it without even actually understanding what we're doing necessarily. Absolutely. Oh God, you're talking about mainstream. I feel like that's the one cringy thing, right? About spirituality. It's like, how do you decipher between like someone who's being genuine and someone who's just trying to sell you something, right? Because you hear all about, oh, the full moon and do this ritual and do that ritual and cleanse your crystals and take a bath. You know, like there's so many different things that people talk about in the quote unquote spirituality world. So it's like, how do you determine these red flags? And when it comes to that, again, it goes back to spirituality. It's like, what is actually resonating with you? And are you asking yourself like, is this because I'm taking it on as a trend and everybody's doing it and everybody says they're doing it or does it actually feel aligned? Because maybe, you know, the full moon rituals is a thing for you. Maybe the new moon rituals is a thing for you. Maybe you like astrology, but you don't do human design. It's like all these different tools are out there for us to cultivate these spiritual ways of finding out who we are as people and how we're connected again to the bigger truth or a higher power God. And so one one of the red flags, if you're dealing like with another coach or you're looking at a mentor, or you're getting into energy work, is if the coach or the or the mentor or the energy worker is telling you what to do versus asking you where you're at. Because, and this goes with any coaching, right? Like this could probably apply to any coaching because it's true that we don't know what's best until we understand where the other person is at. So spirit, true spiritual guidance comes when you are assessing yourself first and the coach or the guide is then supporting that journey because I think a big mistake in the spiritual world is people will tell you oh you have to do xyz um, and then it kind of deters you off of trusting yourself and the whole point of a spiritual uh, mentorship or spiritual support is to do just that is to support you along the way and to trusting yourself more so that you can build upon that spirituality you can build upon that building of intuition um, mm. so yeah I think another red flag too uh, a big one is like spiritual bypassing uh, which is like when someone is saying like oh I'm all love and light and everything's love and rainbows and it's like yes that is a part of spirituality and it's a very beautiful part but if someone comes to you and they're like oh my gosh I'm just like really depressed right now and I'm so sad and they're like oh just focus in on love and light and you'll get there it's like Bro, no, like you get to address like the hard parts of your life that you're going through and the right support will acknowledge that for you and resonate with you and not seem like they're above all. Because I think too that, that that's where ego gets into play. Like you can get so caught up and thinking that you're like this healer or you're this 
coach that's supposed to solve all these problems and you forget that you're also human. And when that aspect of it is taken out, then you become like a robot almost or you become really caught up in ego because then it's not a then it's not about like the wellness and the well-being and the building of uh, spirituality for the other person. It becomes about like how you are the one making the difference when it's really about the other person, you know? Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. So much value that you just shared there from such a small question, but just to reflect back to you, like, yeah, that's spiritual bypassing. It's really like stepping into heavy toxic, uh, uh, toxic positivity, right? Yes. You're just saying, no, I, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy. I'm happy. And completely skipping over the actual deep spiritual work that does need to be done there. And when you're talking as well about, you know, red flags with coaches as if they're telling instead of asking, that really landed for me as well. I actually just wrapped up and officially became certified as a life coach through Jay Shetty. We just graduated last night. Um, and he is obviously like such a spiritual being, such a spiritual being. And when you were speaking just then, it really just reflected back to me how spiritually rooted his like um, methods are for coaches and practice. And I'm really grateful I went through that specific course because I know so many people look for different ones and don't know where to go. But yeah, it is. His, his whole philosophy is built around that spiritual practice and integrating that into service of other people as well. So that asking, don't tell really landed well there. And then the last thing that you mentioned was ego. And I'd love to dive deeper into the ego with you because this is a topic that I have some clarity and awareness around it, but there's still some confusion in my own mind about like actually understanding what it is. So do you want to give us a bit of a rundown? Yeah. Okay. So an ego is meant to keep us safe. There are certain behaviors, different experiences that we go through in life that cause us to have trauma. Some of us have trauma, have wounds, and they can be as little as, you know, somebody at school saying your painting is ugly or something, and then you get hurt over it. So then your ego builds this safety mechanism around it of like, oh, well, then don't make that painting again. So then you never go back to that, right? And so it builds upon this idea that the ego is self-serving, right when the soul is really not it's 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 like a unit unified way of being that there's neutrality in it right the ego has to be right or you're either wrong it's like black or white whereas like this spirit is neutral it's always operating in a place of love and light and so the ego it's tricky, right? It's a tricky thing to describe in just like one little sentence because it's a it's a matter of series of events that you've experienced in your life that really let you understand what that is for an individual. Um, but yeah, it's I for me, I think it's more of a safety mechanism. I think that the ego is, yeah, it's meant to keep you safe, but it can absolutely detour you when the safety is actually preventing you from addressing the actual problem because of the fact that it's trying to keep you safe. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I'm picking up what you're putting down. So what I'm curious to know then is where does the true self come into play with all of this and with the discussion of the ego? Responsibility and acceptance. Like it truly comes down to 
understanding what you're actually responsible and powerful enough to create. Because I always talk about co-creation where these powerful co-creators in life and we don't realize just how much we're in control of because we're tricked to think that, oh, I can't do this and I can't do that because of these safety mechanisms that we've built over time based on learned behaviors, right? And um, so, yeah, when you are responsible and understanding that, oh, I'm actually creating this, I can actually change this and you accept all the things that are have led up to the point that you're in now, then you can really start to work with um, moving in or out, should I say, out of ego and moving deeper into your own spirit, into your own truth. Mm. And so why do we want to step into that? Why do we want to step into our true spirit and truth? Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, it is so fun to play in spirit the endless possibilities are there you know i was saying how the ego only sees black and white it's either right it's wrong it's either bad or it's good but with spirit it, there are endless possibilities when you are tapped in turned on it is just everything is available to you and even when it feels like things aren't working out for you you are able to say okay this is working for me it's not work, happening to me. It's happening for me. And that's like this. That's the essence of spirit. It's, that's the essence of coming from your own pure truth. And when you really tap in and you start healing and shedding some of these wounds that you carry around with you and you address them in the full acceptance and responsibility, then you're tapping into what tr life truly is and the juiciness of this human experience that we have. Mm, I love that. I love that you use the word juicy as well. I love it when like really descriptive words are like used in conversation because you know you're passionate about what you're talking about. <laughs> oh girl, yes. Juicy, delicious, all that. Yes. <laughs> so if someone is wanting to tap into this juiciness and really lean into their true self, unlock their true potential, like what's the simplest or what are, what are some of the steps that someone would need to take to actually do that? Sure. So, and when you say simple, it's not so, I mean, it's simple, but it's not simple, <laughs> you simple, know, because not easy. Yes, exactly. Only because I feel like as humans, like we make things so hard, we make things so much harder than they need to be. And I would say the first step you can take is look at your patterns. Look at patterns in your life that don't serve you because it's in those patterns or even in the triggers, like what triggers you, like what gets your blood boiling, what annoys you. Um, those are actually messages for you. Those are clues as to where you can start to gain that responsibility and control over. So like for instance, like I do have a wound of being not enough or thinking I'm not enough and thinking that um, the love that I have to give is not it's, it's not big enough. Like it will never be enough for somebody else to embrace. Mm -hmm. And so when I go into relationships, I almost self-sabotage. You know, I think that um, if someone, if something's going really right, I'll find something wrong and like create a fight over nothing. 
you know, over something that I've made up in my mind. Like if someone, if my partner was like on his phone for a long time, I automatically assume like, oh my God, he's talking to somebody else. He doesn't, like he's not spending time with me. Something else is more important than me. Then I'm making up all these stories, right? And that's another example of ego. So the ego is coming into play because I've been burned before and I've had a similar situation and I let that come into play. And so because of that trigger, I was able to say, okay, this is a common thing I do in all my relationships. I self-sabotage. I make up these stories about this other person I'm with and I'm deflecting what I'm really feeling down inside. And before I was able to even identify that it was because of this insecurity of me not feeling enough I just kept doing it and repeating it in all my relationships and then finally when I was able to step back and look like oh my gosh like I'm causing all this drama because I didn't like the outcome then I was able to look in and be like okay okay like this pattern is not serving me and why so then that's when you know I I seek support through therapy through coaching and and I started to realize that okay that there's something bigger here and so again when I say it's not sim it's it's simple but not easy it's like yeah just look at your patterns what are you annoyed what's what's coming up with for you that's like repeating repeating itself that you don't like and that is usually a message for you right so it takes time for us to build that that awareness within ourselves um, so that that's one way um, another way is getting silent and still uh, usually with nature I think that we don't slow down enough and when we do slow down that silence is is actually our, our heart speaks the loudest when we are the most quiet and so going outside being in nature just kind of like tapping into your five senses that's a way for you to just go inward and you'll be so surprised what comes up in those moments. And so, yeah, I would say that is probably the simpler way <laughs> to tap in if you're looking for less of a um, intense version of going, going inward. <laughs> but it's so funny. You say it's like the simplest way, but it's really just a detour, right? Because when you do start to be still and you do start to go inwards, all of a sudden these triggers and, and these are deeper issues are going to start to surface and you're going to have to work through them sooner or later. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Amazing. Well, that's like a really in-depth explanation of what that true self really means and represents. And I love how you mentioned as well that patterns and triggers, they're there to translate messages across to us. They're there to highlight. And like, I always think about it myself, whenever I feel triggered, whenever I feel challenged, it's like, okay, how is this going to help me with my next level of evolution and my next level of growth? This is showing me and highlighting to me where there is room for work to be done, where there is room for growth to be made. And so I always embrace them. Like, yeah, they can be uncomfortable, but if you embrace them, at least you're reducing the amount of resistance you feel in the process, right? <laughs> Totally. And I bet you didn't just get there overnight. Like how many mistakes and how many times have you beat yourself up to finally realize that that was not serving you? Mm, exactly that. And it's only when I really developed the self-awareness, right? The mm. self-awareness of, oh, okay, this is actually not serving me right now. And, and, and like stepping out of the emotion and like the experience that you're physically in and like looking at it from an outside perspective to develop that awareness of, okay, this is how it really is. 
Mm, that's so good. I always talk about that. That is such a good point. The observer. Become the observer. Again, that is so good. I, I always tell my clients the same thing. It's like, they're like, well, I don't know. I'm just so caught up in this in this situation. Like, I can't get out of it. And it's like, yes, you can. Invite yourself to become the observer. So like, if you were to remove yourself, again, this is the self-awareness part that you're just touching base on. It's like, if you remove yourself from the situation and you just look at it and you invite neutrality in, like I was saying earlier, Everything only means something because we give it meaning based on what we've experienced in our past. Because what may trigger you and what may not feel good to you may feel great for me. But that's because we both have walked such different paths in life. So it's like, how do you then invite that neutrality, become the observer, and then that's how you build your awareness. Mm, That was so good. So good. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, on this point of neutrality, then like what's some guidance for someone who maybe really wants to start stepping into that place of the observer, but has never known how to, or has never been able to in the past, what are some simple steps they can start to take? Or I shouldn't say simple, just what are some steps they can take to help them start to strengthen that muscle to be able to make that shift? Again, it's it's the same thing that we were saying earlier about going within, you know, obviously stepping into nature or number one is the breath. Oh, God, the breath, the vital force, energy of life. That right there is your guiding system. That is your internal guiding system. If I could not give you any other tip, when you need to collect yourself, I do this with my son all the time. So it's really fun being a parent because you get to really see how much of a student you truly are. (laughs) Uh, You know, growing up, you always hear like, oh, you have to teach your children. Oh, you're your children's teacher. But it's like fully my son is my teacher. So with my son, you know, he's and so he's learned he's got big feelings girl like everything is big like everything is just so big and dramatic and everything feels so big and so when he gets really frustrated and upset like it is a whole show okay I'm talking tantrums throwing things um you know like he even sometimes will like smack himself, which is like crazy that he's just so frustrated. He doesn't know how to express it. So between him and I, we work on taking breaths together and we will like put our forehead to forehead when things are really intense. And I'll say, buddy, let's take a few deep breaths. And every time he'll like, okay, mom. So he'll take a few breaths and then he comes back to it. And it's crazy because He's so young and it's such a simple concept, but every single time, whether it takes him three breaths or he needs to actually remove himself from the situation and take breaths on his own, which he does, which is crazy to think about, okay? A five-year-old stepping out, being so aware that like his, he's getting frustrated and simply needed to be called forward like, hey buddy, you're getting frustrated again. And then be like, okay, mom, I'm going to take a few breaths. Obviously, it's not always that easy, y'all, but on most days it is and when he does then it teaches me like holy shit like that's all i gotta do gain control i'm in control all time and so when you feel like you're out of control when you feel like you can't grasp the the neutrality you're so stuck in being right and wrong and 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 full of emotion like remember to find that breath and even if it's just as as easy as like 
focusing on the rise and fall of your belly with each inhale and exhale, that will always bring you like boom, right back into center. Even if it takes you like an hour. And sometimes you just got to get mad about it. Sometimes you just got to give yourself permission to be mad about it and be like, okay, I'm freaking pissed right now. But then I'm going to find my, I'm going to find myself again in this breath. Like, you know, it's kind of like a, it's a healthy balance. I hate the word balance, actually, because there's no such thing as balance, in my opinion. But I, I feel like it's like a harmonizing, right? It's a harmonizing yeah. of all of that. Wow. I love that your five-year-old son has that much awareness and like the ability to literally step away and recognize he can change his state simply through his breath. And I mean, props to you for obviously teaching him that, but I don't understand why schools don't teach these things from a young age. Think about how many like issues it would solve like moving from primary to high high school and just behavioral issues and everything in general like the breath is really the most easily accessible solution for these sorts of struggles so i'm sure as a mother you'd have a strong opinion on the schooling system oh girl it's such oh god it's such a couch 22 because Mm. like obviously I definitely feel like there needs to be so many different things incorporated in school that actually supports a human experience and a soulful experience on this planet and um it's definitely not being being taught at the moment but meditation is definitely one even even with the the attention span of a kindergartner like even like five minutes, three minutes, you Mm. know, of just intentional time ins. I like to call them time ins because I feel like timeouts have such a negative connotation, but time ins because when you are literally taking a pause in life, you're going inward, right? So yeah, it would be so beneficial for everyone. Can you imagine if if, as you were starting in school and you progressively got older, every year there was a focus on, on that type of of that type of practice it would just be crazy it would be crazy completely and I think something with that as well is just normalizing it within the other students also because I know like my younger brother struggles with a lot of anxiety and then he feels really uncomfortable being at school and like experiencing his anxiety in the sense of he feels like he can't share with his friends you know like what he needs to do to move through it or like that he can't sit there in class doing his deep breathing in case someone's going to judge him, you know? So even just that little element of like the general education to normalize it and have kids feeling more comfortable, like doing whatever coping they need to do in classes is a big thing as well. Yeah, girl, that's so big. That's so big. Another thing that came to mind as you were talking was like journaling, you know, like how can you teach people how to interpret what they feel onto paper because it's another self it's another another way of like transmuting those emotions into something um you know some people like to draw and do art but like when you can actually articulate to yourself in words through a journal of how you feel a lot of times people don't even know like i i did um a woman's spiritual retreat last year with my girl Janine and we're actually hosting our second annual one in June um, here in Denver. But one of the things that the girls were ta- or the women that were talking about there were journaling. They're like, I don't know how to journal. Like, I don't know how to take 
a pen to a paper and translate what I'm feeling. And they're like, I want a workshop on that. So, you know, our next retreat will have that um, and how to like write your story and do it in a way that feels therapeutic and healing and even maybe potentially becoming a book one day, you know. So I think that's another thing I wish that they would teach because a lot of times the anxiety builds because one, we're living too far into the future, right? Like anxiety comes because we're so caught up thinking about things that haven't even happened yet that it creates this like angst in the now and it hasn't even happened. So we like self-create it, you know, and that's again, like the ego, it's like trying to keep you safe. So it's like trying to control what the outcome's going to be when we as a spiritual being have no control over the outcome, just like how you are in this moment is what plays into what is to come later, you know? So I'm very excited to share with you guys that I'm officially relaunching the Aligned Coaching Academy. So the Aligned Coaching Academy, it's really the best option that you can take in order to finally hit the ground running towards seeing that massive growth within your business. The Business Academy is really the only program that I know of that can teach you how to grow your business to those consistent 10K months without falling victim to the hustle culture. So if you're ready to finally be turning your passion and purpose into real and scalable profit, or if you've been building a business for some time but have been feeling quite stuck and as though you're not seeing the level of results you wanna see, then keep on listening because if you are serious about getting the clear step-by-step strategy that you need to build a six-figure business for yourself, just like what I have done and do so in the fastest manner possible, then this academy is 100% aligned with you. Now, in the pre-launch phase, which is this next week of the month, so this next week, What you can receive in this pre-launch period is early bird pricing up to 500 Australian dollars off, okay? So you get 500 Australian dollars off the investment plus plus a bonus 60-minute one-to-one business audit with me to completely review and revise your current business strategy to give you a head start into the academy. But this one-to-one business audit is only available for the first five enrollments. So it's something that you don't want to wait on. If you feel drawn to this, if you feel connected to this, then really do lean into exploring this option for yourself. So if you are interested in, you know, taking a look into this opportunity, exploring what the Academy could offer to you, then what I want you to do is head to the episode description of today's podcast and click the button that says, join me in my Aligned Coaching Academy, okay? And there's a specific language that you use that I want to like touch into deeper. Now you've said a couple times now, human and soulful experience on this planet. And I love talking about these sorts of things and hearing like what everyone's beliefs are around um, our soul's journeys and, and human experiences and all of that. So why don't you share with our listeners what your thoughts are on all this? Yeah. So I believe that souls are just as timely 
as human bodies are obviously multiple. So I believe in reincarnation. Um, I personally believe when I talk about being a Syrian star seed, there are multiple big planets and stars that I feel souls originated from. And in that realm, you decide that you want to come to planet Earth to reincarnate, have uh, amnesia, and elevate yourself by living this human experience because it's through the human experience that the soul gets to evolve. It reaches heightened heights. And so, um, for instance, like, you know, when you walk into a room and you meet someone and you're like, God, I feel like I know you or you feel like an old soul. Like you, you may only be like 21, but I feel like you're so wise already, right? Because I've met a lot of very young people that are just like so with it. And I'm like, bro, like how? How are you this freaking wise, right? Because a lot of us start to elevate much faster once we break these certain patterns in our human life like we literally come here to relive it so we can continue to elevate who we are on a soulful level there's an interesting um an interesting book i read by wayne dyer and he had talked about his mom who died of cancer i don't know do you know who wayne dyer is okay he's so amazing you should look him up he's passed away since but one of the greatest spiritual writers of all of, of, of our time and he talked about his, and he really focused on the uh, Tao Ching, uh, which is a Chinese manuscript. But um, anyways, going back to his mom, his mom died of cancer. And he weighed, they weighed the body before she died and after she died, and it weighed the same, which lets us know that the soul, even when it leaves the body, is weightless, but yet it carries so much power. And so that's like another example of like, okay, well, once the soul leaves the body, living in the body and coming out of it, it the body's still the same. And so it's almost like our body is the carrier of the soul that is constantly evolving and constantly learning and growing so that when it comes back it's like reaching even higher heights you know so yeah that's kind of what i believe in i know it's a little cuckoo but that that's where i that's my come from <laughs> i love it i mean personally i very much align with what you're sharing there i lack a lot of the knowledge that you have around the topic though but just like on a very simple level that aligns completely with my beliefs as well that we are souls coming onto this planet you know our bodies this physical body is just our vessel for this part of our soul's journey and um i actually so i've got a spiritual coach who i've been working with literally since i started my business and she's the best person in the world um and she did uh some like what was it it's some I think like a past life reading and like you know figuring out like the sort of soul's journey that my soul has had so far to the point where like different people that are in my life like I've been able to find out from her the connection and the relationship and the purpose that our souls have you know been intertwined for for different parts of our journeys and it's it's just so awesome, I think, to open your mind up to believe in these sorts of things, you know, instead of being the person that's like, unless I see it, I'm not going to believe it, just being open minded and open to believing that, you know, everything is not just as it seems on the surface, there is more to it, there's greater depth to it. And there's so much more to it than we'll ever understand. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we won't understand, at least we won't maybe live to tell it in this 
human experience mm. right and yeah. it's funny because you talk about like how once you start to uncover all these things about your spiritual journey and you know mm. your past lives how like your mind just expanded so much again that goes back to what i was talking about earlier the possibilities that open up when you tap into your spirituality when you tap into the essence of your soul i also think that everybody comes here with a soul mission everybody comes here with a mission and with a divine gift and mm. that gift is highly related to their um, divine plan and so as you progress through your journey and you figure out what that is and I really think that that's really where we are heading towards right now I think mm. we're heading to a place where people are starting to find out that the check in nine to five getting your degree and sticking to it for 60 years and then retiring with your 401k isn't necessarily the path for everyone mm. because we are so multifaceted we are so multi-dimensional like I'm sure you are not just good at podcasting. I'm sure you're not just good at empowering and helping people build their businesses. Like there's so much more to you, right? Like you probably know how to play the piano and you probably dance and you probably, you know, I, I don't know if you really know how to do that, but I'm just saying like, you know, there's probably so many layers that makes you M that doesn't just define you as what, what maybe you would have been doing in your nine to five, right? And so I think we're just as a collective moving towards understanding what those gifts are in ourselves and knowing that like we don't have to follow this clear cut, you know, like go to school, get married, have a kid, retire. You know, you don't have to follow these like rules that have been set by society. And that's because I think we are shifting into the soulful essence that we came here to create. Yes. Oh, I love this so much. And the topic and like the conversation around um, our divine gifts and how our divine gifts help us with our purpose. I mean, that's something I so believe in strongly. And that's why stepping into business, the way I look at business is it's a very spiritual experience. It's a very spiritual game. And when I first stepped into my business journey, Tony Robbins was like the leading figure that I was looking at at that time. I didn't really know anyone else. And of course, you know, he's the king of personal development. So naturally yeah. that's the first one I stepped into, but I would watch him and I'd watch him teach and speak. And I'd be like, this man is no man. He is a spiritual being. And like, that is how he's gotten to where he is, you know, because he has really tapped into his spirituality and his, his divine gifts and allowed that to carry him through his purpose and carry him through his business as well. And that's how I want to be in my business. And that's how I want to teach my clients how to be, you know, to really tap into that true potential and tap into their gifts and use that to get to where they want to be, you know, in this mm. life in particular. So that's my thoughts mm. on that. That's so beautiful. I love that. Yes. And well, that's it. Mm, that's it. Well, why don't we shake the conversation up a little bit now? Because okay. I'm being mindful of how much time we've got. And there is another whole conversation I want to go into. I knew we'd go down a massive spiritual spiral and I loved it. That was amazing. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> but what I want to transition to is you're an energy worker. You do so much in the sense of healing and, um, you know, different sorts of energy medicines as well. And this is something that I'm so curious and learning about. So what is energy medicine? Yeah. Okay. So energy medicine is 
it refers to many forms of therapies, you know, which includes practices like Reiki, Qigong, acupuncture, um, light therapies, right? So there's a lot of different ways that energies incorporate. And, and right now I'm really focused on also Reiki because I was uh, recently Reiki certified. Um, so I am a Reiki practitioner. Yay! And, yay! and Ray stands for um, God's wisdom or like higher power. And Ki stands for life force energy mm. and so when you think of reiki it's just life force energy tapping into a higher source and so energy work is really we are all beings of energy we're made of atoms and it's scientifically proven we're all made of matter and matter is made of atoms and atoms is energy protons neutrons electrons and so the idea of that is that you should be able to feel energy i mean you know when you walk into a room and it ain't right you're like oh uh -huh. <laughs> the energy in this room is stuffy i ain't trying to be in here divert right your whole body is like get me out of here or it feels uncomfortable enough to alarm you like okay this is like not good or you walk into a room and you're around really high vibe people and you're like holy shit i walked in here and it's just like rainbows and unicorns and it feels good right and it's kind of like what i feel like once we jumped on this podcast it was like i could just feel the energy and the excitement and that's energy it doesn't matter how far you are and with with quantum energy it's the idea too that you can be in one place and someone else can be in another place and that energy is still felt so energy medicine is really tapping into that life force and using this like channeled higher power to move and work through all these different kinks that we have in our life yes so the first time I really heard of Reiki was my best friend her mom she's she's able to do Reiki or like a very uh entry level Reiki and she it's something she's like working on developing further because she's really spiritual and like we're like a spiritual little family like we're two separate you know uh birth families but 100% feels like we're all interconnected and so that's where I first heard of Reiki myself and sound healing this is the other one that really appeals to me I love different frequency sounds for different frequency things but again it's something I'm only learning about now so why don't you give us a bit of insights into that one? Oh, sound healing is my heart I, uh, before I before I tell you what it is I have to tell you how I got into sound sound mm. healing so I had a when I started diving deep into ancestry I had a dream with my grandma and my grandma was talking to me about plants and telling me about gardening and how the, the, the vibrations of these plants and the universe is like very powerful, you know, so we're having this like energy conversation. So like a couple days go by and I'm like, you know what, I think I want to buy some sound bowls and just start playing with them. So I buy a set of sound bowls. And they show up. One shows up broken from Amazon. And I was like, oh, my gosh, no, it's broken. So I call Amazon. They're like, oh, you have to go to distributor, ask the distributor. So I go to the distributor. I tell them which bowl was broken. And they're like, oh, we can't. We don't make that bowl singleton. It only comes in sets. So you got to go back to Amazon. So I went to Amazon. I was like, they can't replace it. They don't make it individually, yada, yada. And they're like, okay, well, we can't have you send it back to us because it's made of crystal quartz, which is a very delicate crystal and the bowls itself are very delicate. And because of its hazardous glass, quote unquote material, you can't send it back. So we're just going to refund you the entire amount 
And so I was gifted by my ancestors an entire set. And what's even crazier is the year before I bought those bowls, my boyfriend had bought me um, one bowl because he was just, I was talking about how I wanted to do it a long time before. And then that dream with my grandma kind of solidified it. But the bowl that showed up broken was the bowl that he bought me a year ago. Wow. (laughs) So I still had a complete set. It is so wild. And so that's how I just knew, like, this is where I was supposed to be. Because my, my ancestors literally were like, here's a gift. We believe that this is exactly what you need to be doing. So, okay. I love that though like anything to do with dreams I absolutely love because just like you I'm a very vivid dreamer and that's where like a lot of my spiritual messages come through so Mm -hmm. I think that's just an incredible story so tell us more now tell us all about like this is the how you got into it now tell us why we should be using sound healing okay so sound healing I mean even just with music alone you guys know how like when you find that one song that just hits and every word every lyric is like everything you're feeling and you're just like how does this person know what I'm going through right sound healing is the same thing but without words and in the modality that I practice with the crystal sound bowls so I like to describe it as vibrational therapy that it it's like a pure holographic template of radiant light and um, we respond to it in a way that is resonance right so the music of the sound bowls or any instrumentation creates resonance and our bodies have dissonance and when they harmonize they create what i call constructive interference and so with that being said the the harmonization and the resonance of the bowls will then work its way through whatever uneasy or dissonant energy you have in your body because it's a vibration. So it's like if you're hitting a gong and then that vibration reverberates out, that frequency then hits the body and almost realigns whatever needs to be realigned. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how... I like to describe what sound healing can do for you and why it's so beneficial. There was a study when I was um, going to sound practitioning school, there was a study that was done where they took blood of every single individual who did the sound bath and there was only like 16 people. So it was a very small study and it was only one time, but they took blood from every person who did this before they did the sound bath. And then they did the sound bath, took the blood again. And before the sound bath, the blood cells were very conjugated. So they were very close, tight, and just in big big clusters all over. After the sound bath, they had all separated and were free flowing within the system. And that was like 90% of the, the samples that they took out of those 16 people. So there is a lot of scientific evidence behind how sound healing is actually a therapy that helps with realignment um, on an energetic level and even as like a spirit I just did I just did a huge event um, on Saturday here for the Asian American Pacific Islander wellness event at a history of Colorado and out of like 35 people there was only one person who had experienced a sound bath and when we were done it was incredible how many people came up to me afterwards and shared their experiences of like where the sound took them like 
some people saw landscapes and talked about how this one mom oh my gosh I'm gonna start so it's like so near dear in my heart that she shared this with me but this one mom she's older older woman she said you know I just want to thank you this was so healing for me because she's like I lost my daughter two weeks ago she was 47 so very young she she passed away from sepsis and she's like but when I went into these samples with you she's like I was just surrounded by nature and beauty and I could just feel air just like this the, the you know the um the wind just like brushing against my skin and in that moment I was just like oh my gosh like that's your daughter like she's totally transmuted in into you know energy around you into nature around you and she's just like letting you know she's still here so it's just so beautiful what it does it does something different for everyone else and if nothing else if you're not spiritual and you don't feel connected to it it at least gives you the opportunity to surrender for just 30 minutes slow down and receive gosh as humans because of the ego receiving is so hard like do you ever get a compliment and you're like oh my gosh like you know you're like a girl will be like oh my god you're so beautiful and you're like no you're so beautiful yeah like no you're so beautiful like you're beautiful right and it's like even in those simple moments we don't even just receive and say oh my gosh thank you so much I received that because how much we're able to receive that's a currency right that's a currency what you're able to receive from someone else even as small as a compliment is an energetic exchange and a currency of receiving from the universe so if you can receive a compliment then you can receive a a random check that comes in the mail right and you can just be like okay thank you or do you say oh my god why do I have this money like I'm not supposed to have this money like where did this come from no don't question it just showed up at your door accept it and receive it right the same way with a compliment so anyways I went on a full-on tangent on that no it was amazing (laughs) I was so sucked into it I forgot we were even recording a podcast I was just like so zoned into what you were telling me but I love how you just mentioned at the end there that receiving is currency. And I actually did a little reel on Instagram, I think a couple of weeks ago, where I was talking about how energy is actually the real currency. Money is just a materialized way of receiving that energy, right? So when you mentioned that, that receiving is the true currency, that just hit me. That like, that Mm -hmm. sat with me well. And I was like, okay, I need, I need to absorb that for a minute. And it's so true. Like I, I, Even I resonated when you were sharing and saying, you know, when you receive a compliment, why don't you just say, thank you so much. I received that. And that like that, I felt that, you know, I felt that. (laughs) And that's what I loved. And that's what I wanted to touch on there because that's a little conscious shift that I'm actually going to start making myself Mm. now um, to really lean in to that concept of receiving, you know, being the currency. Now, I'm obsessed with this conversation. I could literally talk for like hours longer with you. I think this is so powerful, but we do have to start to wrap up. But before we completely move away um, from this sound healing, this sound healing topic. Now, I've never personally um, had the full experience of like sound healing 
in real life yet. It's something that I am going to look into taking part in. I've done some like um, cool to be conscious is the thing on the Gold Coast, which is like the meditation breathwork go-to place. And there's been some sense of that, but not like, you know, the full sound bowls. It's more like recordings and we're on the beach and they're walking around with it. Um, But if someone was like wanting to start tapping into sound healing in their own home, like in a way that's super accessible for them, what's the best way to do that? Yeah. So uh, you do not have to have a sound bowl to create sound healing. It's the same way that I say, like, you don't need to be saved by a healer or an energy worker because you are a healer yourself. You're a self-healer. The same thing applies when you think about sound healing. So one of the things I like to tell my clients when they want to tap into sound healing, but they maybe can't afford a bowl or they don't feel called to use a bowl your, your body is an instrument, right? The same way it's a healer. So you can even just as easily take the palm of your hand and, and tap mm-hmm. on your chest. And you already create that vibration within yourself using your own body, which is so powerful. You can tap on your, on your um, thighs. Another thing you can do too is every chakra has a sound that relates to the ver- like the vibration of that chakra and um you can look at you can look them all up but even just verberating it saying it out loud like ra and just carrying out that sound right that is another form of sound healing that you can create so it's like a a mantra you know like the mantras for the chakras that are related Mm. to that so that's another way that you can incorporate like sound healing through the self using what you have and that is like so powerful too in itself and then you get to tap into again just like how powerful of a of a being you really are because then you're creating this vibration yourself which Mm. is really cool Wow. Even when you just held that one note, like I felt that. I felt that in my body. That was so beautiful. I definitely don't think that I could execute sound healing in that way. My vocals for singing is not my strong point. Um, But honestly, like listening to you, I can tell that it is one of your natural gifts. And is that something that like with, uh, do you make your own sound healing music and tracks that people can listen to? girl I love that you bring this up (laughs) because I'm actually I next Sunday so May 15th I am dropping a meditation and light language album Mm -hmm. um it's and it's all sound bowls there's no music it's just me creating sound with my voice and with my shamanic drum and my koshi chimes and my sound bowls and I'll tell you a really fun story behind that one I know we gotta wrap up but um Again, we were talking about internet friends and how you meet people online and they just like believe you, see you, connect with you. And this one producer, singer, songwriter, his name is um, Vance. He is your biggest flex move on Instagram. He saw my work. He's like, I believe in what you do. I'd love to book you a studio session out in Colorado and just record an album. He's like, I think what you do is really cool and the world needs to hear more of it. So anyways, I thought we were going to some basement like to record girl. Okay, I thought it was going to be like somebody's like makeshift basement because I've had my best friend is a producer and he's always had like created his own like um, studios. And so I just that's just what I know. So that's what I was 
thinking we were going to go to. Nah, girl. We literally showed up to a legit recording studio here in Colorado called Colorado Sound Studio. And when I walked in, there were golden records everywhere (gasps) from like big artists like One Republic, D'Angelo. There was a Motown Philly Records person there. Like, so it was just like... I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm literally in the energy of like these high producing, high vibe artists, right? And when I went in there, I'd asked the engineer and the manager of, of the studio, like, have you ever had anybody in here doing light language and sound bowls? They're like, no, this is the first. So it was just like mind blowing. So y'all, the album is dropping May 15th. It's called Soul Frequential. And you can tap into that if that's something that you feel aligned to. So I'll have to give you that link whenever. whenever yes. <laughs> well, as soon as you can, give me the link and I'll slap it into the episode description of this podcast. And that way, anyone who comes and listens to this episode Episode at any point can always find that and access it I'm so going to be tapping into it I'm so excited I can't wait to support you with this and listen to it because honestly sound healing is something that I love like just sounds in general like if I'm sitting there if I'm doing a meditation I want a meditation that has like the random gong or like the random like sound bowl like you know something that like I love feeling the shift in energy that happens from your body so I'm so excited to tap into yours when it does come out and um, I suppose like with that said Christina if anyone does want to follow you and connect with you and continue to learn from you where's the best place for them to find you yeah so you can hit me up on my website it's www.christinaifurung so that's I F U R U N G dot com. I know it's kind of tricky. If it rung, if it rung, if it rung. <laughs> that's that's my whole life, girl. When I was in high school or in school, they you know do the the roll call, yep. and as soon as they got past the H's and they hit the I's, they would always pause, and I would just raise my hand like if it rung as me. <laughs> so yes, you can find me on my website. I'm also uh, pretty active on Instagram, and that's Christina dot um, and it's the same on TikTok. So those are kind of the two main mm-hmm. platforms. I'm also on Insight Timer. So I have um, a meditation there that you can tap into. Um, it's one of my favorite meditation apps. If you don't have it, you have to check it out. Um, and there's a bunch of beautiful uh, teachers on there as well that do mm-hmm. meditations. But I'm on there as well. And um, it's insighttimer.com forward slash soul frequential. Mm, amazing and again I'm going to put all of those links into the episode description so no one even needs to worry about spelling today we got you (laughs) sorted we have you sorted now Christina there is one thing that I ask all my guests who come on the podcast and given it is the empower with them podcast what would your final piece of empowering advice be for our listeners today Mm, that when people heal so yeah okay here it is Healed people heal people Mm. and you are powerful enough to heal yourself that you don't have to be saved and it's all about refocusing into humanity through love and unity and um, just tapping back into that, getting back to that and Mm. understanding that when you do that for yourself, you do it for everybody else around you. Yes. Oh, I absolutely love that. And every single bit of this episode we've recorded today, I've loved every second of it. Honestly, I love having these sorts of conversations where it's just 
going down whatever spiral we're getting led through. But I mean, I took so much value away from that as well as just like the energy, you know, the energy was just so beautiful and so uplifting. So thank you so much, Christina, for coming and coming into this space and sharing your energy and sharing your wisdom with us all today. Oh my gosh. Um, I am completely honored and humbled. I just, this has like been such a treat for me. And so thank you for giving me the opportunity to share my heart, to share my wisdom and, and, and hopefully have changed just one person. Cause at the end of the day, as long as one person is listening and one person is feeling aligned and called to move in a different direction that is positive for them, then it means that we made a difference. <laughs> mm. So that's a wrap on today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast or know somebody who needs to hear this, then send this to them and share it to your stories, tagging me at empower.with.m.podcast. If you want more from the podcast, make sure you jump on over to the Empower community on Facebook. I have popped the link in the show notes of this episode, so I can't wait for you to join me there. But that's all for me for now, fam. It's time I love you and leave you. So until we hang again, remember you can break through any limiting mindset, any limiting belief, and you can rise above any challenge and step up and truly be empowered.